Okay, what's up everybody? Welcome to Turn Your Head and Cough. <coughs> the gentleman serving as our turning head and coffer was Fred. Say hello. Hello. How you doing? Well, first one first one he's been at in a, a decent little amount of time and he also happens to be the only other person <laughs> here today. Ah, what can I say? I'm the man. Well, you can say it. <laughs> Doesn't make it true. Hey, I did bring the Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He provided the Mountain Dew today. So Yep. So thank you, Mountain Dew, for your coverage today. Or not coverage. Generous contribution. Contribution, the, thank you. To the cognitive cohesiveness of our discussion. And Walmart for their donuts. For sure. There's only like two fifty for six. That's not bad. No, it's not. I was wondering what took you so long. Well, that and there's also a lady had like 30 items. Oh. So, I was stuck in a line. Okay, so I guess, uh, is there anything new in your life? New and exciting? Hmm. Oh, I have three jobs, technically. I had to clean a house, I had to work at Taco Bell, and I work at a lawn care business. Okay. So that's about new with me. I'm all working almost 48 hours of staying awake, and then one day I get a day off from one job, and so I get some sleep in there, but not a whole lot. Oh, and then Chad's building his house. I don't know if you knew that or not. You mentioned that to me, and he's living in the apartment right now yeah, upstairs. He's, yeah. he's living in the apartment. We've actually got the first floor done. We're Good. starting on the second floor, and then hopefully, if we can get that up there quickly, we'll start on the second or the third floor, the uh, attic and the ceiling. Cool. So that's all that's going on down at our place. Well, stuff's happening. So there's absolutely nothing new or exciting with me. I have a boring, boring life. You get to drive in a truck all day. I that's true. The state of Missouri pays for me to drive around in a 2008 Chevy Silverado. Really? It's pretty nice. Three-quarter ton. Oh, you are lucky. I know, right? I know. And you are making a big deal over my truck, the truck I'm wanting, which yeah. is actually what he mentioned, three-quarter ton Chevy Silverado yeah. four-wheel drive. But it's... It's not like I'm going to hold out, you know, until I can buy my own. That's just what the state gave me. So, and I'm perfectly fine with it. <laughs> I have no problem with that whatsoever. No, actually, I would be rather content. Oh, yes. It's pretty nice. I enjoy it. Um, smooth riding? Yeah, really smooth riding. It, it'll haul, too. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Have um, you uh, ever had to pull a trailer behind it yet? Mm-hmm. Gooseneck. For cattle? or No, dogs confiscated someone's dogs from down near Poplar Bluff southeast Missouri that's, yeah. that's a long drive too yeah well that wasn't the end of it either that was a 16 hour driving day I went from here Bolivar Missouri up to Jefferson City to get the trailer then I went down there to Elsinore close to Poplar Bluff to uh, get the dogs then I delivered the dogs to the Missouri Humane Society headquarters in uh, St. Louis Missouri then I returned home <laughs> and slept. <laughs> I bet. For a long, long time, yes. I slept pretty good, too. Did your legs ever feel like they were getting like cramps in them when you were driving? No, I really don't have much of a problem with that. Um, I really like driving, um, and I enjoy road trips, so it wasn't too big. It was really just mainly boring, you know. That's probably... I mean, you, were you in a vehicle by yourself or just... Yeah, just me. Me, the dogs were in the trailer in the back, so... Barking up a storm? Not once I started car? moving. Oh, okay. Once I started moving, they all kind of laid down and was like, what the heck's going on? And, you know, shut up, but... That's good. Yeah. Which reminds me, um, the Calls of Fire group needs to go on a trip again. When? Where? Anywhere. Well, whenever we're all here at one point... Um, together we'll just yeah. sit there and talk over it and see what we can do and see where we want to go this time yeah. so I just think and you know we'll all have to ask off for like I think 
probably the yeah. weekend. That's a huge rarity, though, to get all of us together into one room. Well, yeah, exactly. And plus, with Troy working at St. John's now, yeah. uh, that's actually Mercy. new. So, well, whatever. St. John's. It's been St. John's since I was born. It's yeah. going to stay that way till I die. Okay? Mercy. Um. <laughs> Gazoom tight. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not really much exciting about news, except that the uh, the second or maybe third presidential debate, I don't know. The, yeah, second presidential debate, uh, President Obama didn't look like he was high on Sudafed. <clears throat> I don't know if you saw No, probably not. That crinkling sound is, is Fred handing out donuts. Uh-huh. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Dave dropping his donuts. Dropping it in my crotch. What flavor is this? A raspberry. Raspberry? Do you have a Bavarian in there? Uh, yeah, I do. Sweet. There we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Check first presidential quick. debate, like all Obama's supporters are saying, he was just trying to be, you know, conservative, you know, act presidential, not get all riled up. But uh, he came across as stoned to me. So um, in the second one, he was definitely more lively, and uh, Mitt Romney had a pretty hilarious gaffe that. Uh, <laughs> The moderator actually corrected him on during the debate, which was pretty funny. Um, so the last presidential debate will be Monday, the twenty-second, which is tomorrow. Which is tomorrow? Yes, we, it'll actually be about a week before this probably comes out. But yeah, okay, tomorrow so for be, us, yeah. but, you know, a week late for you. Mm-hmm. And let's see what else. That's about it. There's not really much happening in the world right now, which is supposed. There's to be good. actually been lots of um, house burnings going on lately. I don't know if you saw those on the news or not. Like, is it arsonists or is it just meth houses going up? Well, I don't think it's meth houses. But I mean, we haven't quite determined the process in it yet. So, as far as we know, there was like three, four houses burned. Um, due to something. Oh, and another thing is, if you're stuck in a house that's caught on fire, do not go to the bathroom, fill up your tub with water, and sit in the tub of water. You will boil to death. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) That is the stupidest thing you can do. So, hopefully the fire department, if they're good, will get there on time. Just, Just to pull you out. Okay? So... Just stay calm, relax, and stay away from the smoke. Yeah, okay. There's fire tips from Fred. Um, <laughs> hey, they're handy. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on to our game. No. What, it, what, what did we decide to do on the game? Well, there were no really good... <laughs> new games that have come out recently that we've both played. So we've decided instead to talk about a very, very old game, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh-huh. <laughs> that came out when... Was it? Did it start out with a com stick or... I think so. I think it started out comic but it didn't become really popular until Nintendo 64, I think. No. Nintendo. Just the original Nintendo. No. It'd be the second, the the third gen of the Nintendos. My bad. No, no. Wait. No. Yep. No. <laughs> Series. Why don't I go there? I'm Googling. Isn't it wonderful that Google is a verb? But, and then I know on some of the Sonic's uh, games, you could choose which character you could play as. I mean, like, each one had a different ability. Uh, Each of the hedgehogs had a different ability. One had strength, one had speed. One was a... Hmm. What? It became popular on Sega Genesis. 
Wasn't that all a handheld? No. No, that was the. What was that? Uh, well, that was 1991. Oh, that was right when I was born. Yeah. And you were like, so. what, two years old? 91, I was one. Oh. 1990. No. Um, so, Fred, why don't you give a review of Sonic, <laughs> of the, Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> been so long since I've played it. Um, so you're going around and you're g- g- gathering rings. <laughs> you're gathering rings. You're defeating an evil doctor, the scientist, I, don't I know. guess. <laughs> they call him the evil doc. Or... I've never been really good at side-scrolling games. So, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you'd run around. Uh, you make loop-de-loops. And on, on, <laughs> that was uh, Dave's phone, by the way. <laughs> I bet you don't even hear it on the probably not but uh if you didn't hear it there was a buzz on the table and dave and i just both paused um but i mean i remember running in circles running loops defeating evil whatever the doc sent at you (laughs) um and collecting rings all the more the more rings you collected the better your score so yeah um that's basically what i remember that i sucked at it like I said, I was I was bad at it. But I, it's one of those games where it doesn't matter how bad you are at it, you just love to play it. Exactly. Like Mario. Except I, I got pretty good at Mario. Mario Kart, though, I, is the bomb. I, 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 I sucked at Mario. Um, Mario Kart, that's a racing game. So I didn't do too bad at it, but I wasn't the best at it. Now, when it came to killing people, hmm. I could do just that. So... And then, what else do we have? Uh, oh, well, is there anything... I guess what was your least favorite thing about Sonic the Hedgehog? Hard to control. Hard to control. Especially once he got really running fast. Uh-huh. Um, and it was hard to, you know... Unless you knew exactly what was up ahead, it was hard to know when to Which, jump. if you died there, you'd know then. <laughs> it's like, hey, right. this is what's up ahead. <laughs> yeah. But then it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to complete the level in under 30 seconds like what I was trying to do. <laughs> uh, that's something I've always found interesting about Sonic. Sonic is it was that, hard to control him. Yeah, it was. Especially uh, when he got fat. Fast, yeah, because not he, fat. Once he, once he did the spin-up thing and you heard the zzzz, like, that's when you knew the shit was about to hit the fan. <laughs> it was... And you can't jump in this whole time. Right. Well, you can, but it's not... Um, easy. Easy. Well, it's not as effective or it's not as precise as it would be if you were moving slower. Yep. So... But uh, I guess out of a five-star rating... I'd probably give it a four. Four or three. 3.75. Holy crap, you went precise. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 3.75 is what Sonic the Hedgehog is getting for me. So, Boy, we're just blowing right through this one, let me tell you. This is going to be probably one of our shortest podcasts ever, which I, I, I'm okay with. It'll make editing it a little bit easier. Yeah, a whole lot easier. <laughs> I know we don't have Donald here or Troy here to talk about, you know, nonchalant stuff. Yeah, get us distracted all the time. Of course, we'll probably get distracted. Oh, music. Any new music? What what music came out? Okay. Um, well, both Third Day and um, Disciple have released their newest singles. 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 Like, before a new album comes out, every band releases a single to oh, radio. Oh, to get to, them at- Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, to get people to basically... Into it. Into it, get them excited, yeah. So... And they always release their best one. Not true. Most songs that I've heard, like, when yeah. when Skillet released their, their their promotion song, it was Hero. That was the song they released. But I liked Monster better than Hero. And Awaken Alive, I thought, was better than Hero. But that's just me. It's kind of an opinion thing. See, like, with Third Day, their single for their last album was... Um, 
crap. <laughs> That's not recent, the name no, of the song. The most the recent <laughs> album was titled Move. The song that they released, Lift Up Your Face. Okay. And I did not think that was the best song on the album. I would actually rank that as like sixth best on that album. Um, but, you know, it, it was a very good song, and it was something that really anybody would, would enjoy. But I'll play the... Um, Intro? Or one of them? Uh, well, for here's how I'll kind of explain. It's going to kind of cut out and, and fade in with the song. So for those of you listening, you're only going to get kind of a, a clip, but I'll play the whole thing for, for Fred and me. Um, okay. The first one, this is Disciples' newest single. Why is it not doing what I want it to do? My computer's being stupid. Yes. It is a gateway. <laughs> Gateways rock. <laughs> I knew I'd get a reaction from you. And uh, we seem to have a extra company in here that was uninvited. There's this fly buzzing around. He was drawn because of the <laughs> damn donuts. That's what it was. <laughs> but he's not flying towards the donuts. <laughs> no, that's because he's stupid. Because he's flying towards you. Maybe he thinks you're a donut. It's possible. <laughs> I'm pretty sweet. No, I'm not. <laughs> I was getting ready to say. The outside may look sweet, but oh gosh, he is rotten on the inside. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and he's not afraid to admit it either. <laughs> At all. All right, here we go. Draw the line. Okay, so that was Disciples' um, newest song. So what you think? I liked it. I liked it too. Their newest uh, album comes out, I believe, next month in November. Um, I think they're going to call it Draw the Line. I'm not sure, though. I don't don't know. They're not. Um, I can tell you for a fact here. Their newest album is going to be called Oh God, Save Us All. It's a good title. Good ring to it. Pretty good title. It does have a good ring to it, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, their last album was really good. Uh, They've gotten a lot better yeah, throughout have. the years. I they mean. really have. They've, You know, some bands, it, it's kind of, they, they get better, but then they, they hit that lull. Um and Disciple is still on the uphill getting better phase because they're really... Um, Horseshoes and Hand Grenades was a fantastic album. That was their most recent one. The album before that, um, Scars Remain, fantastic album. Um, yeah, but the first first, like the first two albums that I know that they've released could have used some more... Their first two albums, honestly, for being like their first couple albums, I thought were were. were good not great but they were definitely good and and yeah they've they've progressed amazingly um well so i mean which is how most bands should i mean they, they should, should no they, they should, should start out yeah. they should start out uh mm -hmm. in not i mean not great not good right. no. and it's not so much something like some bands like skillet as they've progressed they actually changed their sound from a little bit more hip-hop 
almost rap sounding in the beginning to much more kind of rock, rock. really yeah really hard rock um disciple on the other hand their sound is really still the same they've just perfected it as opposed to changing it um so the next band like i said third day has their new album out the this or their new song out um the song the single is called i need a miracle from their album which will release november 6th called miracle She started to cry and thought he ain't coming home She was tired of the lies, tired of the fight But she didn't want to see him go She fell on her knees and said I haven't prayed since I was young But Lord above, I need a miracle Well, no matter who you are And no matter what you've done Okay, <laughs> and that was Third Day's newest single. I had to confiscate a Rubik's Cube from Fred. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, yeah. Actually, I, I actually really do like that song. But, uh, most of Third Day's songs is, are really good, um, mainly because, in a way, kind of, how would I put it this? Um, and, and not put you to sleep, but like it kind of relaxes your mind a little bit and makes you go back in and rethink yeah. some things that you've done in your past life or something that you could do in your future life. I mean, it kind of wakes up the mind a little bit. Yeah. And that song in particular was very reminiscent to me of uh, Cry Out to Jesus. Mm. Um, talking about, you know, actually getting really, you know, getting real. Um about real problems and, and things and how to, you know, to cope, I guess, with stuff like that. So, yeah, very, very good. Um, the lead singer of Third Day, Mac Powell, is actually in the process. He's in the studio right now recording his very own country album. That really? He will, that, they, that he will be releasing uh, early next year. That's... Yep. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Third Day decided basically after they released this album, they're not going to do a fall tour like they normally would. Um, and instead, everyone's going to be taking three months vacation except for Mac Powell, who will be polishing up his uh, his country, country album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that'll be that'll be really interesting to hear that that beautiful Georgia voice that up until now has been used for contemporary Christian rock will now be applied more towards uh, some sort of uh, country. country song. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that. I'm, I'm I'm excited to see that. So that'll be interesting. That'll be something I'll have to see. It will be. Um, we're gonna try something. I'm gonna actually try. We'll we'll do the discussion now, um, which is gonna be. Our, our, so our discussion for, for next time will be vampires versus werewolves, but we're going to define our vampires and our werewolves. And right, see what what, like exactly what their weaknesses are and what their strong points right. are. Um, and so I'm going to try and call Donald and see if we can do this over... Um, it'll over be speakerphone. I don't have the cable to hook it in directly into my recording box, so the sound's probably not going to be great coming from Donald, but I think it'll be interesting to do our first... Uh, Podcast over the phone. Podcast over the phone. Uh, phone phone in. Phone in for their podcast. There so. we go. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Let's uh, let's try giving him a call. See if he rings. Or answers. <laughs> see if he rings. <laughs> hey. Hey, what's up? XCOM. Okay. So that was what uh, kept you from coming to this podcast? Oh, no. No, 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 no. I've got uh, some beef stew going, but it's really full, and we're just going to boil over. 
okay. I want to check it about every 20 to 30 minutes, so I can't leave because of that. Okay, you, how do you feel about doing a uh, phone-in over the podcast? I could tell it was Fred, but I didn't understand a thing he said. <laughs> I, I He said, uh, how do you feel about doing a phone-in for this thing? Yes, you are. Yep. Yeah, I couldn't find the uh, the cable to plug it into the box, and then we would use headphones. Um, I couldn't find the cable, so instead, yeah, you're you're just on speaker, and I'm holding you up close to the microphone. So it's probably not going to be the best audio quality, but uh, I guess better than uh, nothing. Nothing. So, anyways, uh, Donald. I'm excited. I still been on every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're on the discussion part of the podcast, but uh, yeah, you're almost on every podcast. I'm a little upset that I was going to miss this one. <laughs> That's all right. We don't miss you. I mean, uh, we miss you too. <laughs> Um, oh, I didn't say I missed you. I said I was worried I was going to miss the podcast. <laughs> ah, burn. Wow. <laughs> I bite back and he bites even harder. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Donald, we are actually uh, doing a discussion on vampires and werewolves. I almost had my speech impediment. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, so that's gonna be next week. Our our po- or next time our podcast will be vampires versus werewolves, but we are going to define what our vampires vampire and werewolves. and werewolves is in a way that makes it uh, somewhat fair, I suppose. Okay. Okay, because well, most. First off, off when I'm thinking of vampires. I'm thinking of kind of like a gargoyle thing, like in Underworld Two. Okay, so you're thinking something with wings that can fly? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, here's my question. Would it be uh, winged and bat-like all the time, or just like at night, or just whenever it was feeding, or what's what's the... Whenever it's a vampire, and then whenever it turns, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but when... Uh, Okay, what do you... Uh, when it's... Uh, it can disguise itself as a human, but when it actually turns into a vampire, it has the wings. Okay. Okay. So... But can it do... Can it feed without the wings? Like, whenever it's not in a in an aggressive mode and going after person to person and just has this... You know, feeding frenzy, or not feeding frenzy, but uh, what do you call them? Just a meal? I heard the yeah. words person to person and something about feeding. <laughs> we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. Um, <laughs> see, when I think of vampires, I think of speed and, you know, kind of whatnot. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. Whenever they are in their disguised as human form, do they have, like, the strength and speed and stuff? I think the strength, yes. I'm not sure about the speed, though. Well, see, I mean, werewolves have their brute strength. I mean, they would be, more, in my opinion, more stronger than a vampire coming to strength. Here's what I say. Here's what I say. Um, the werewolves keep their strength in human form, and the vampires keep their speed, but not their strength. Okay. Okay. So whenever they're human, when they're in their human form, they can move faster, but whenever they're not, they only have their strength to go, to go by. Am I right? Is that what you're saying? No. No. No, it's not what he's saying. <laughs> With the vampires, whenever they're in human form, they have the speed, but not the strength. And then whenever they go all crazy, winged, bat creature then they get strong so they still have the speed but now they're all they also have wings and they're strong okay i see what you're saying now. yeah force to be reckoned with and the werewolf, with the werewolves it's the strength all the time okay so and constant. so so whenever they're in werewolf form they're faster 
I like that. Right. Right. Um, okay, so as far as werewolves go, then. What's their weakness? Hold on. One thing at a time. Fine. Fine. <laughs> as far as the werewolves go, is that something where they can voluntarily switch between the wolf form and the human form? Or does or? it have to be full moon night only? Yeah. Does it have to be full moon night only? Because in Underworld, they were able to form... I'd say that it's... Uh, I remember a werewolf movie that we watched once where uh, he could turn at any time, well, any night. It had to be night. He couldn't turn during the day. Night, okay. And the more, the closer to a full moon it was, the stronger he was. So that's what Ooh. I'm thinking. I like that. I, I like was that leaning too. towards yeah. I was definitely leaning towards the voluntarily thing, but only at night. Um, and I yeah. like the idea of the full moon actually increasing the the strength, the strength, the power. Yeah, I like that. Um, still strong, but maybe we could even say that at new moon they have no strength. At no noon, strength. did you say at noon or new moon? New moon. Okay. Okay, so they're like big dogs. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, or just really hairy humans. <laughs> Are you talking about all the time or new moon? New, new, new moon. Like whenever you say they have like no extra power. You know, but at full moon they have a whole bunch of extra power, so it's like, I mean, what's no extra power but still turning into a werewolf? At new moon, can they just not turn into a, a wolf? At new moon, all they can do is spread the disease. So every time they bite someone, they, they only just give give their power to them, in a sense. Well, transfer their... the virus. Hold on. We're, I'll decipher what Fred says if it's important. <laughs> For those, yeah, since since uh, since Donald, since you can't see what's happening here, and since nobody who's going to be listening will be able to see what's happening here, Fred's on one microphone, I'm on another microphone. I'm holding the phone up to my microphone, so anytime Fred says something, Donald only hears it basically like the teacher off of Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. Exactly. Yes. So, so yeah, I'll be translating or repeating, basically, whatever Fred says that I think Donald should be in on. Um, not much. Not much. <laughs> Screw you two. <laughs> you heard that one. Um, okay, so, yeah, let's go weaknesses now. Um, because I think that Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter did an interesting thing for the whole vampire and UV light thing. You know what I'm talking about, Donald? It was something they could adapt to. Right, right. They they always had this built-in allergy for, like, sunlight. Um, right. But it, it was something they could adapt to. It's more like, I mean, there's actually a disease out there where people are allergic to UV light. And their skin yeah, gets, know. yeah, it gets blistered and 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 really nasty whenever they're exposed to that. that a lot of redheads, like. except for this redhead. No, that's yeah, that's I called. Started even think book about that. <laughs> no, no, the redhead thing you're talking about, Fred, is called gingivitis, <laughs> and it's where a child is born without a soul, skin pigmentation, and with red hair and freckles. Unfortunately, yeah, but the red hair. Do what? I said the last two were side effects. The last two were side effects of not having a soul, right? <laughs> uh, I have a soul, I think. I don't even claim to have a soul anymore. It's not even not even worth fighting about. <sighs> to Fred, the last two words were the important ones. <laughs> no soul? I think. I think. Oh. <laughs> because we know he can't. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that Fred face. I think I know whose soul I'm gonna take. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um. So, so what do you? I guess, uh, Fred, what do you think about that having the the? I guess adaptability of UV light. I I, I would like. 
I like the idea to where I mean like they don't always have the constant fear of sunlight and having to hide. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I think vampires should be afraid of or that they have the most fear of, and I've seen this in older older vampire movies, is when they held up a cross. Mm-hmm. Or holy water. Yeah, or holy water, um, which is basically purified water with a cross on it. Yeah. So, Donald, did you kind of get that? Hello. Did you ask me a question? Yeah. Uh, did you get Did you get all that? I got most of it. I said I responded though that holy water is water that's been blessed by a priest. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's true. Um. So basically, what Fred thinks is he likes the idea of being uh, them being able to adapt to the UV light, um, but always having a sensitivity to it, and also them being extra sensitive to the cross and the holy water. Um, okay. Because that's what they were most afraid of. I mean, even though they didn't right. like sunlight or anything, they were more afraid of the cross and the, the holy water, because it yeah. kind of... Well, I guess that's something we should discuss is kind of, I don't want to get too big into origin stories, but it's it's kind of necessary a little bit because the reason that the cross in the holy water was an issue is because vampires were originally basically demon spawns. Um, yeah. You know, if you go but way that, back when. That's... And so they, they were uh, devils, Satan's minions kind of. Here on Earth, and so if that's not really the origin that we're looking at, then I don't see it being right. But it is something to look at and consider. Yeah. It. Yeah. Input, Donald. Well, I only heard half of what you said, but oh, really? uh, yeah, I think I caught the basic idea. Uh, I don't think the cross should make a difference. Cross or holy water, okay? Because our, our, unless we're under the assumption that they actually are. Of Satan. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, how, how would you kill a vampire then? But I mean, stake other than through the heart. But can, if you pull the stake out, can they come back to life or are they just permanently dead once they've had a stake stuck through them? That's an interesting point. Vampires are kind of like the other form of the undead underneath zombies. Right. Um, except, boy, that is an interesting little. Burn them parallel isn't it burn them you have to burn them after you after you kill them that's true um because they do regenerate don't they yes they have regenerative powers so do werewolves though yes um the only thing they can't never mind we'll get to that later so i guess then they're also probably susceptible to a bullet in the head right no, they can't. I mean, you get a blow to the head. Yeah, I mean, that yes, would. They can heal from that. Right, they could. They could heal, but I mean, you could burn the body while they're healing, and then they wouldn't right. ever come back to life. Yeah. So, so basically, I mean, yeah. they have the speed and the super strength to help them defend avoid themselves, those. avoid that kind of thing. But for all intensive purposes. They, you can kill them, quote unquote, the same way you would kill a normal person. But you have to make sure that they. But you have to make sure you destroy the body right through flames. Right, I, I would agree to that. I, I like that idea. Like that, okay. And now, what about werewolves? You agree, okay. Um, yeah. So now, werewolves. Uh, now we've always heard about silver bullets. I've always heard about silver. Yes, that being a, I think that one we could keep. That one we can keep. So silver bullets. I like are, the idea of the silver, yeah. But also keep in mind we said that they're. Uh, well, I guess if they're uh, they can't turn during the day and vampires can't go out during the day, I guess those kind of uh, cancel each other. But also. Remember, we said that werewolves are, uh, uh, that uh, their strength is dependent upon the phase of the moon. Yeah. Is that regenerative that abilities, too? Say that again? Would that include the their re- regenerative abilities, um, their ability to heal? 
would that be lessened at a new moon? I say no on that one. Okay. Well, it should. It should, because they're all enhancements of some kind. Right, right. What do you think? I kind of agree that it would make sense for it to be like that, but then at the same time, whenever a new moon rolls around, they're pretty much helpless. That's true. Which would uh, kind of put them on defense when the new moon comes out. Right. And they better so hope then, that no one knows that they're a werewolf. Yeah. Then. So then during a full moon, are we saying that maybe they'd be stronger than vampires to kind of even out the, the spread of the war? Okay, whatever you're doing right now, I can't hear a thing you're saying. I, I wasn't actually doing anything at that point in time. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) All right. Um, (laughs) What I'm thinking is that at uh, half moon, vampires and werewolves are perfectly matched. Then at full moon, vampire werewolves, at full moon, werewolves have the upper hand. And then at new moon, vampires have the upper hand. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So this nice little balancing act based on the moon. Right. Okay. Right, so vampires are pretty much static, but werewolves have these huge swifts because they're, they're shifts because they're dependent on the moon phase. Now, what about... What about... Okay, so I know werewolves, whenever they change into this beast, they don't really have the ability to grab a stick and kill a vampire. Or to hold down the vampire yeah and to use tools so what about what about the werewolves having strengths to puncture the skin of a vampire and pulling out their hearts okay I have a response yeah go ahead uh a werewolf can just rip a vampire apart that's what I was thinking and change back Right. During like during the the half moon phase, whenever they're both equally matched, yeah, I'm I'm thinking a vampire could rip rip a werewolf's arms off, and a uh, werewolf could definitely pull the heart out of a vampire, no problem. Um, so I have a question on bites. If you're done with that, bites. Yes, let's do that. Okay. In underworld. Uh, a vampire bitten by a werewolf would die, and a werewolf bitten by a vampire would die. Yes. Are we going to do that? Are we going to say that the two different viruses kill each other? Boy, that is an interesting one. <laughs> because if that's the case, then a brawl where they're biting each other, everybody's going to die. Here's what I'm... say that... Uh, Here's what I'm thinking, is that each virus neutralizes the other virus without causing irreverable harm to the host. So basically, so turning back to humans. Or no. they just get weak for a while. They would, yeah, just kind of get weak for a while. Basically, their virus, so if you're a vampire, say you're a vampire, um, you're already a vampire... Now you have that virus in you. That virus basically serves as your sole immune system for the the werewolf virus. So if you get infected with that virus, then the virus that's causing your vampirism um, will attack and destroy the werewolf virus without harming you, the host. Okay. Okay. So So basically, just make some work. the key thing I want to know is, does that mean that the person, say the vampire was bitten by a werewolf, does that mean it's no longer either? Or that it has now become a werewolf? No, it's still a vampire. Okay. It's All just right. like, like I said, that's, once... That's what I was thinking initially. Yeah, you become infected with the one, and so now that's what your body starts... Being used to. Being, yeah. I mean, your own body will start reproducing those cells, and like I said, then those cells will act as an immune system against the foreign cells of the other one. So So we say that it's essentially like the flu. Yes. Uh, They just get really sick, they're 
they're weak, their uh, powers are depleted. I wouldn't even uh, say that. I would say it's just like it's just like they got bitten by a wolf. I mean, so now they have to heal, but they're going to heal quicker. I- I'm thinking okay. no, no real ill effects whatsoever on the other one, because like I said, it's just basically a a, a one-on-one neutralization. Mm. Okay. And then you know. All right, I think I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, kind of like vinegar and baking soda. They just neutralize each other. Of course, yeah, I feel like neutralize is a bad word because that implies that at the end of the process you don't have either left. But you would because you would have more of the vampire cells. Right, right. I, I understand that. Okay. <laughs> does that mean, though, hold on, does that mean, though, that it's possible to completely overcome if you get bitten, say a vampire gets bitten by two or three dozen werewolves. Does that mean that it can become not the vampire anymore? No, because the cells from the vampire would be embedded within the DNA of the host. There we go. All right. <laughs> Good point. All right. That, that, that answers my question. Yeah. Um, I mean, whatever is in the bloodstream, whatever cells are in the bloodstream, maybe they wouldn't be able to infect anyone else. Until you know, they, during that time period. Until they've healed. Right, until they've, they've healed and all the, the foreign bodies have been removed. Maybe they wouldn't be able to infect anybody. But as far as it killing them, I, I really don't think that's a, a necessity or even good for our discussion. <laughs> all right, I like that. Okay. Um, what are we going to say about... Uh, speaking of still inviting... We said that during a new moon, all the werewolf can do is spread the virus. Right. Is that, now, is that only during the day, or also, or, sorry, only during the night, or also during the day? And the same for vampires. Right. I would say, since the virus becomes part of them, uh, that it'd be at any time. Same with werewolves, or same with vampires. That even if, I mean, as long as they're inside during the day, if someone were to wander in there, I mean, they would still have that virus within their system, within their saliva, even if they're not, Mm. you know, metamorphed. I agree. They should be able to spread it at any time. All right. Is there anything else... Not that I can think of. I think we covered their strong points and their weakness. Yeah, we really... So it would be... That's going to be a tough fight for both vampire yeah, and wolves. Yeah, it's a good one, though. Um, yeah, that's really all I can think of, too. That's good. Very good. So that'll be what we're... That'll be... I have one more question for the discussion. Okay. When is the... Uh, we're going to have this discussion, what time of the month are we going to say it is in regard to the moon phase when the two fight? We're going to give the battle a course of a full year. Or about like the Hundred Year War. We're not saying one battle who wins or one werewolf versus one vampire. We're saying all of the vampires versus all of the werewolves over the course of one year. Right. And who's better off at the end. Right. All right. We could, I mean, we could do a one-on-one approach. That could definitely be something that we could discuss to help strengthen one side's argument or the other. Um, but yeah, ultimately, it's it's going to be the one whole thing. You know, give it a nice long time. One thing though that I just thought of: vampires work together as, as well in a group. Werewolves, they were more f- for themselves. But that's something we should discuss next time. Okay. Uh-huh. Cut that out. <laughs> I have a quick response to what Fred just said. Okay, let's hear it. Then we'll call it. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, wolves are pack animals. That is, that is actually a good point. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, no, we got to start there, otherwise... Yeah. I so wanted to write back on that. All right. Uh, all right.
this is Donald. Goodbye. I'm going to hang up now. All right. Thanks. Thank you. There's a little bit of a delay. All right. So there we go. There's our first phone in. Uh, probably not our first phone in, but... Yeah, that was, well, yeah, that was our first, uh, um, okay, so, yeah, that, that'll be what we're, what we're doing next time, um, but this has been good, like I said, this is probably gonna be our, once I get this podcast all edited down, it's probably gonna be our shortest, it's gonna be less than an hour, so we've had one or maybe two others that were less than an hour, but out of the 15 that we've got now, right, um, so, Well, this is Skippy signing out. And this is Dave. And I will leave you with my thought of the month. History lesson of the month. Oh. The Boston Massacre had only five deaths and six injuries. Civil War with my beard. Now I'm here to whoop your ass. I've read up on your back. You cure cancer with your tears. Well, tell me, Jock, look up and never sat down and cried on your career. You're a washed up has been on TV selling total gems. And you're gonna lose this battle like you lost Return of the Dragon. I'll rip your chest hairs out. Put them in my mouth. I squash you like I squash us out. I never told a lie and I won't start now. You're a horse with a limp. I'll put you down. This isn't Gettysburg, punk. I'd suggest retreating. For I invented rap music when my heart started beating. Norris doesn't battle, he just allows you to lose. My raps will blow your mind like a verbal John Wilkes. I've got my face on the side of a mountain! You voted for John McCain! I've got a bucket full of my head, and I'm about to make it rain! You block bullets with your beard, I catch up with my skull! I make fun of Walker, Texas Ranger, but I've never even seen the yeah, triumph! Norris! I've spread more blood and gore than 40 score of your puny civil wars! I split the union with a roundhouse kick! I wear a black belt on the beard that I grow on my dick. I attack sharks when I smell them bleed! I don't go swimming! Water just wants to be around me! My fists make the speed of light wish that it was faster! You may have freed the slave, but Chuck is everyone's faster! I'm holding the phone up to my microphone, so anytime Fred says something, Donald only hears it basically like the teacher off of Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs>